Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we talk with... Hudson West, who plays Jake Spencer. He was so sweet. He's so sweet. Jake Weber. It blows my mind that little kids can learn all these lines and go through everything. No, Jake Spencer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about this? Like, why? Like, I yeah. don't understand. Lucky adopted him, whatever. Yep. And okay. they say the Weber boys whenever they refer to the three right. of them. So right. his last name is Spencer. Yes. Okay. He was just so, so sweet. And I don't even, I don't want to give too much away because I think, I feel like we just had a really good conversation with him. Yes. So we will meet you back here after the chat. Hey, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good. You can hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Me, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're going in and out a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll somebody to turn their phones off Wi-Fi so there's, you know, people. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't have the greatest internet here, so sorry about that. Nope, that's okay. It's one of the new struggles we have with everyone being at home so much now. So tapes, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, like, send clips to my agents and stuff, and it's just difficult with Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, I'm Shannon. I'm Amanda. Nice to meet you guys. Nice, nice to meet you. you, too. Thank you so much for talking with us having me it's been great having you back on the show yeah yeah it was a while before I was on it again but it was glad I was glad to be back you know it was great to see everybody again has it really been since 2019 um yeah I mean before I had like my few dates for like I think Franco's funeral was the first time I've been on it since 2019 yeah wow I know (laughs) I think because we lost so much in 2020 with everybody right? that we didn't realize it until I just read it in an article the other day. And I'm like, there's no way, but yeah. Yeah. They weren't having kids. They weren't allowing kids to be back. Like when they first reopened for a while. Um, but then pretty much as soon as they, they listed that rule, I was basically back on. Awesome. Yeah. So what did you do while you weren't able to work? I mean, that was, probably the prime of quarantine I was I was doing online school I um I was I I was in Arizona I am in Arizona right now and I spent most of my time there because that's where the rest of my family is and so if I didn't have school or auditions in California I might as well just come here and so I came here and I just I don't know had a relaxation period there was there was some there was a lot of self-tapes but I mean I I guess I did uh NCI a little bit that NCIS and nine one one, but besides that, really nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just kind of, you know, relaxing. 
what everyone else was doing, just living online, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was good to, to spend more time with my family because um, my, my dad and my brother, they didn't want to move out to LA just because I did, because he had my, you know, he had a job and, and you know, so we've kind of been split because of that. And so if I don't have any auditions for school, I just, you know, spend more time with them. How did you get into acting? Um, it was, it was a long time ago when I was like four years old. I was in Ohio. That's where I was born and raised and Dayton, Ohio. And there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities. So I was, you know, people asked, told me to like get into acting or at least like rent or, or modeling or whatever. And I found like a, a modeling agency wings in Cincinnati and I just kind of did that for a while and they would have workshops where like casting directors would hold classes and stuff there. And I guess I had like a little bit more of an attention span than all the other four year olds. So they kind of just noticed that. And then from there they told me to um, go to expo in Dallas, Texas, where I would get on stage and just kind of like perform monologues in front of the audience or, you know, two person scenes or cold reads and, and the audience was agents and managers. And then once I did that, the agents and managers would pick the kids that they liked on, on, on the stage and call them out to LA. Wow. That was very accomplished <laughs> at four. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it, it was a lot way back then. I was, I had to fly all the way from Ohio to California and you know, kind of live in a motel for a while until we got an apartment. And then my dad's job in Ohio brought him to Arizona. And then so now instead of having to commute coast to coast, we can just go, we can drive like seven hours, um, California to Tucson. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's just a crazy story. <laughs> like we're in Pennsylvania. So it's the same kind of thing. You know, there's no really way to break into anything. I feel like I didn't even know you could do that in Ohio. That's awesome. I know it, it was difficult to, to find some place. Like any time I'd want to go to that wings, um, I'd have to drive like an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. And I go roll downtown Cincinnati and it, it was crazy. It was, it was a long time ago, but yeah. It was How nice. did you talk your parents into it? They, it was, I was four. So <laughs> thing I know I'm just like in Cincinnati. It was nobody really sought to, you know, get into this kind of career. It was just like, I was kind of living and then it, it, things kind of fell into place. Like I didn't really, I, you know, so a lot of kids will be like, Hey mom, I want to be on TV someday. Or, or the parents will be like, man, you know, you should be on TV. It just kind of like fell into place. My mom didn't really think about it. I didn't really think about it. So, I mean, I, I guess it was more of my parents' decision. Not that like I didn't have a choice or anything, but if I look back at my memories, I just, one day I'm in Ohio, then one day I'm in Hollywood. So it's crazy. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just like still in shock. <laughs> Amanda has four kids. So I bet she's just trying to process right, that through like, her mind. Like, how would I do that? I, yeah. And you have yeah. siblings. So your parents have to juggle that too. Yeah. I've got one older brother. He's 18. Oh, okay. He's, he's going to college and, starting this fall and I'm not looking forward to that Aww. is he but, going around you uh he's going to U of A University of Arizona but I mean since my school is going to be going back to in person I believe in the, the following this year I'll be back in California for that so okay it won't be it's not I'll be like home alone without my brother I'll be in Arizona, I'll be in California so you go to so even the school you've been doing at home from Arizona, you've been doing it in California. Yeah, I like you know I first started it years ago in person. Did that for a few years. It went to Zooms. I went to Arizona. It went back to in person. I went to California. <laughs> now, is that the like, or do you actually attend a public school or a private school, or is it just the the set tutors and everything? I go to a private school. It was a public school for a while, but I would miss so much school. And, you know, like truancy and stuff, I, I got the first year that I went to California, for, like for the first time, my public school told me it'd be all right if I missed school. And the next thing I know, I get unenrolled. So I basically got kicked out of kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that for a few years, public school and new one in California. But like I said, there was, I was too many absent days because of the working. So then I had to go to private where you, 
you know, pay tuition. So then they don't really care if you're not actually in the chair, as long as you still pay your tuition or whatever. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. yeah, that that works out better. And it's, it's a Catholic school. And um, I mean, it's nice. Well, that's it's good. Yeah, it's in uh, Toluca Lake, California. So I have an apartment five minutes away from it. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I, I could walk to school, but I'm a little bit lazy. So I have my mom. <laughs> so what was your first role? Um, my, f- my first role is uh, probably Mall Cop 2, I think, with uh, Kevin James. And I remember my mom got mad because in, in the audition room, they're like, all right, so tell us some facts about you. And I was like, I got kicked out of kindergarten. <laughs> and I was like, so that was like so cool to me. I was like, wow. And then I told him that and it didn't really matter because I got the part anyway. But that was that was a great, great first role because they they flew us out to Nevada, to Las Vegas. They had a little person like next to a limousine I called my name and then I got in the car went to a real nice hotel and I filmed for a few days it was a real small part but I got to meet Kevin James and he was great he was it was it was a good encounter with a celebrity I mean you know some people say you know kind of rumors maybe they're not so great but he was great I talked to my mom I got a photo with him we um you know these little segue thing that he drives around he let me ride that for a little bit um I got to slap him for the role, like slap him a bunch of times. <laughs> and, and like the directors, like it was Andy Fickman and he's like, slap him as hard as you can kid over and over again. So I was like smacking him really hard. It wasn't like cheated or whatever or fake. I, I was slapping him. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> and it, he, he was, he was great. So that's probably my first role. I think when I was like five. Yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable that you can even remember lines at five. Well, I, I couldn't even read that back then. So my mom would have to read it to me and I'd have to hear it and then memorize it. So that was, that was difficult back then, but you know, not, not, not too long before I, I learned to read. Mm-hmm. What's been your favorite role so far? Uh, probably general hospital. So I, you know, I've been on it for like four years now and it's great because like when you first get a new role it's a new set new actors it takes time to get comfortable with them and better chemistry with the actors but you know here at general hospital i just i want to show up i know everybody i'm comfortable there they know me it's it's great and i think the was the first thing that you did was when you came jake came back and you started doing like the magic like the what was the name of it oh the chimera yes thank you um that yeah, that was a little bit after because I remember Frank Valentini came up to me and my mom and was like, "Would you be willing to get more like a, a deeper storyline here?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I, I took it, and and then that nurses ball was like my fourth day of ever being on set. Then I had to like get up on stage and and sing, and I'm not a singer, so that was that was crazy. And Frank, Frank Valentini, the executive producer and director, he was next to my mom and he was like, wow, that kid's got some balls. (laughs) (laughs) It it was, I've only been there for a few days and they're like, well, do you sing? And I wanted to say no, but my mom's like, yeah, of course you can do whatever. So (laughs) I I had to be in a booth and record. And yeah, as you can tell, they had to really auto-tune my voice up because it wasn't too good. And I had to just kind of lip sync it on stage, but it was, that was a long time ago. But yeah, the Chimera, that was real early, real early on. And that that was pretty cool. There's actual magic tricks in that box that were pretty cool. I like doing. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like uh, the one with the flowers pop out of the wand, just kind of basic stuff. So how did you even get into getting on General Hospital? Um, I, I had an audition for it one day and it's, it's, it's a, unique one um my mom picked me up from school and she's like look you, you got you got an audition for a soap opera and I was like is it young and the restless or is it bold and beautiful no it's general hospital and I was reading the script and I have to like cry and all this stuff all these big lines and I had to do it like in two hours in the car ride and I was like stressing out and we go in there and at the first like security they're like uh we're here for Hudson West 
or we have Hustle has an audition. She's like, I don't see your name. Just head upstairs. They'll take care of you. We walk upstairs and there's nobody around. And we're just walking around like lost. No other kids or anything. And Mark Tesher, the casting director, he, he comes out of his office and he's like, are you here for the audition? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, that's next Tuesday. It was Friday. So I had four days until the audition. But he goes, I can just do you now if you'd like. And so that's what my mom didn't even look at the date or anything. She just figured it's today. And so that's, <laughs> it was such heavy material for zero prep time is because we still had another four days. But I think it was because I kind of stood out from the rest because I was there four days early for the audition. Maybe that's why. And then in between my first audition and the callback, I had broken my arm and I had a cast on and I had to do that for the callback. And my mom's like, well, it's a hospital show. So that'll, that'll work out. You know, it's general hospital. You can have a cast on. And I, I did, I did the, the callback with my cast and I did great, I guess. So that's how it led there. It was an interesting audition experience. Yeah. Sounds like, yeah. I, and I, I remember I was, I was like, I was hoping that I got those extra four days. I was like, yes, I have more time. And he was like, we'll just do it now. And my mom's like, my mom's like, great. And I was, oh, I was tired that day. I didn't feel like doing this, but you know, it, we it led to, you know, four years of general hospital. You must've done a great job. I mean, it, memorizing all that in such a short amount of time, you know, it wasn't actually a script like from Jake or whatever. They just provided me with a, with a different script to do. Mm like from I don't know where they took it from but it wasn't from General Hospital and it was like my mom had like left and I was like dad doesn't she love me and I was like crying and stuff so it it was was sad and I had to do that the same day and I was like what this is crazy well and so how old were you when you started on the show then because that's kind of heavy for a child to be saying seven or eight okay first ever day was in March 2016 okay and that's when I had the dog and um yeah it was cool it it was great the actors were nice and my act my my then dad Billy Miller was um he used to be on Young and the Restless and my grandma really liked that show and before she ever even before I ever got that part she was like oh I love him on that show and then my mom, my mom calls her up. Well, guess what? Now he's in her hospital and he's Hudson's dad, fake dad. And she, she, so she got to meet him. I brought my grandma to set and he gave her a, a kiss on the cheek. And, oh. and I mean, it, it was, she, she, he's great. Same with Steve Burton. He's also great. He also got to meet my grandma because she liked him too. So, yeah. You're probably your grandma's favorite grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't have that much competition because she's got only, I only got a few other cousins on that side. So, but yeah. Oh, she, that is so sweet. Yeah. She, she, um, she lives in Virginia, but she was all by herself, like no family there. She, her, you know, her husband had, had passed away like 14 years ago and she's all been up there by herself. And so we moved her closer to family now. And I actually just talked to her a few minutes before this. She was on the phone and I was like, hey, mean screens, you know, I got an interview in like three minutes. So, yeah. Well, that's sweet, though, that you get to keep in touch with her and everything. Yeah, I I, I saw her last in December. I went to uh, Georgia and saw her. Oh. Yeah. So she's she's great. So now that your character is getting older, do you have any storylines that you hope that they write for you or like a direction that you want to go in? I mean, yeah, now that my older sibling, my older brother, Cameron and Trina and Jocelyn, they're all going to college and that's happening in real life too. So I thought, you know, maybe I could be, I could, that could open up more, more time for me considering, you know, I'm not, I could be like the next generation or whatever. I'm not sure. You know, they, they haven't really come to me with um, any future plans, but I hope because last last time I was on and I was crying with Cameron, I uh, Frank had me come to his office and tell telling me I was, I was doing a great job and how he's going to have the writers, you know, write me some more difficult material. So that's awesome. Yeah, that w- that would be great. You do a great job with your emotions. I mean, wh- how did you 
I mean, how do you play that at your age where your older brother on TV is accusing your dad of killing your stepdad? But like, you were so heartbreaking to watch. Where do you go for, I guess, that kind of inspiration, I guess, on your emotions? Like, because the storyline's kind of crazy, we know. <laughs> and there's a lot to make up in your head, but uh, I, I, I found that most people say to just think of something outside in your life, but then it kind of distracts me from the scene that I get out of character. So what I, what I is, I can't always do it, but what help is to just think about like if what's actually going on and put your, put yourself in that character, just pretend that this really is happening to you. And I mean, sometimes it's difficult because especially if it's like a real far-fetched thing, like for some auditions where I'm, you know, get possessed or something, I have to cry for that. That's difficult. But I just would think of like my actual brother, you know, in that scene, just kind of apply what you've seen or know or have had happen to you in real life and apply that to the scene that's happening currently. And that's what they say. Coaches and acting classes that I took for a lot of years, they always try to find something in your life that's happened or if you've seen it in a TV show and just kind of apply that to where you are right now in that scene. And like, yeah. So I think, you know, if I, if I kind of place my brother in that, in that scene right now, and that's what helps me. Probably really helps that your real life brother is the same age as William Lipton. Yeah, he's uh, he's the same age. He's going to college. I think he's like a Williams a few months younger, but they've met before. My brother showed up to set, and I've, I've had everybody show up to set. You know, if anybody comes and visits to you know Los Angeles General Hospital, is probably really chill about having me bring people on set. You know, That's my awesome. yeah, grandma, friends, cousins, my brother, my dad, my mom, whatever. So that's, I mean, now that it's, it's you know, COVID time, they only allow one person, which is, would be my mom, or if I wanted to be my dad, but yeah. Mm. Uh, so you've done a lot of other work too, where, you know, you were on Grey's Anatomy and how old were you when you did that? Because that was a very heavy role that you did. Yeah, um, probably eight or nine, once again. It was pretty close to my debut on General Hospital, I would say. Mm-hmm. What pretty cool is it actually films on the same lot that General Hospital does. So I had to audition, like, really close to where I did the first time for a General Hospital. And after I did Grey's Anatomy, like, every now and then, people, like, when I go and film General Hospital, I'd, like, walk around and stop by Grey's Anatomy set and say hi to them, and they remember me. But, I mean, there's a lot of differences on set, even, you know, even considering that it's on the same lot. It, it was just surprising. Like, general, like you know, Grey's Anatomy nonstop would have, like, catered trucks and, and uh, you know, they shrimp scampi and all this stuff all day, just all you can eat. And General Hospital, they, they, they'll they have, like, a commissary that you can go to and, and pay for some food. But... And so I, I thought it was kind of crazy because it's, it's in the same square radius. And, but yeah, Grey's Anatomy was, it was fun to shoot, but it was difficult because General Hospital is a multi-cam. And so they have all angles at once where Grey's Anatomy is a single cam. So they'll have to film each angle and a couple times. And there I'd have to cry like 25 times over again. But all my emotional scenes on General Hospital only takes one take to do. So yeah, I got spoiled on General Hospital. They'll film one angle, and then you'll go back to school or wherever you are, and they'll take walls down and set up and, and set up a whole new angle, then film that. Then, you know, it's crazy. They have to get each angle where General Hospital just has five cameras at a time. And you were having seizures on that, too. So, I mean, that that's a lot. <laughs> I, they had to, I had to, like, YouTube some videos of... Um, of Caesar seizures and they had to like kind of they came up to me all right well we uh you know how to do a seizure and I was like I guess and I just kind of did my best and they're like yeah that's great perfect all right let's do it and um yeah seizure was that was a new thing to do that works yeah that was that was unique but I don't know I wish I could have got like the the foam the pus coming out of my mouth (laughs) (laughs) that was difficult but I don't know. It, it was still fun. Grace and Adam was a great set. I'm not with the actors there. The, the material was hard. I was reading it over. I was like, this is difficult. Like, and I was like, you know, can you help me, Dr. Karev? And, and um, 
my brother's now girlfriend back then actually didn't even know my brother and was watching that show. And then my brother moved to Arizona and met her at school. And, and somehow it came up that he was, he was my brother. And she's like, no way. And so she, she like called me up before they, my, she and my brother really even dated or knew each other that much. And so she watched, and then her mom also watched General Hospital. So she knew me from Grey's Anatomy and General Hospital before she ever even met me. So that was, that was cool. And you do a lot of different types of work. So like you don't TV series, you know, you're doing General Hospital, you've done movies, voiceovers. What's your favorite thing to do? Um, I mean, I, I'm looking for like a feature film, like that, that would be great. Cause I, I, I mean, most of what I do is guest spots and on, on TV shows, which are great, but you know, it, it would be great to have like, probably like a breakout role on, on a, on a movie, like a lead in a movie. So that's what I'm kind of pushing for. And I've had a lot of auditions come really close, like pinned and stuff. Like it, it, it was upsetting. I was got real close to one where I would have been working with Kevin James again. And, yeah. and yeah, so that's what I'm looking for. I could have a movie or something, but I don't know. They all, I've gotten like three pins and they all kind of fell through. So I think you'll get it. Yeah, hopefully. I, I had an audition yesterday that I did pretty good on. So I'm hoping for that. Oh, you'll have to keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah, I will. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have to set up backdrops and, and cameras and everything for self tapes. They're really, they're, they're hard because you know, normally I'll just go into an audition room and all I have to focus is on acting, but you know, here I have to get my zoom with my acting coach so he can be the reader. And then, set up my camera with the ring light and then the blue backdrop and it's just sending him the clips and, and uploading them to his Dropbox and it's a uh, it's draining and it, you know it's a lot harder than regular auditions and then they, they don't really get to see your personality as much and then because of that they'll make you like send a 30 second video of like stuff about you but I don't like those either because it, it's weird to start off so you say hey um so yesterday I, I did I did this I don't know it, it's it's better to just actually get to meet the casting directors and stuff. And before COVID every now and then they do a self tape, even if you could do it in person. And I never liked those even way back then because I could never really meet them. And um, now, now all I know is, is self tapes. Can't, can't wait for them to go back to in person. So, yeah. Do you think that they're going to, because I know like a lot of things are, sticking with the way that things have changed during COVID. But I think that you're right. I think that especially, and how many times do you see it with like iconic roles that you see the documentary later, 10 years later, and they're like, it was because they dropped their cup and the way that they reacted, you know, that's when we knew that was the person, you know, something that would not have happened on a Zoom or on a tape. I think that like even before anything, some people would do Skype auditions or stuff. But I do believe that now that, you know, people have gotten used to Zoom, that even when things go back to normal, I feel like they're probably going to keep this for a while because, you know, you don't have to like meet, go to go to some place. You can just kind of stay at home. And, and I think people are starting to like, you know, I think they're going to stick with Zoom because it's more convenient and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hope not, but I think they are. I think Zoom's probably going to be like the new way. So yeah, we at least the schools are going back in person, but yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I have two kids too, and it that was not easy at all for us. Yeah, no, there's no motivation to like do your work or anything when you're just kind of staring at a computer screen, mm-hmm. like, and you don't really have to get up and out of bed and like awake so I just like lay in bed with my laptop and like fall asleep or whatever or just get on my phone I don't know it was hard to just you know sit up and and watch the screen and uh, as soon as you wake up and you're hearing your teacher and I don't know (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't great so in person person was great I I got a little bit of last year I got to go back in person for like two months but it was, it was cool. Cause like, I actually would like, you know, I kind of took it for granted when it was in person, never thought it wouldn't be. And then when I go back, it's like, I actually enjoy it. Cause like, that's a, you know, I actually like sit there with all my friends and stuff. So yeah. In person was cool. 
were you able to stay connected with your friends, especially since you're in a different state? I mean, yeah, some, but I mean, there, I have a few, few close friends and I would go back to California every now and then. And one's always nagging me to come back to California. He's like, when do you come back to California? When do you come back to California? Because he wants to see me. And I'm, I'll, I'll go back when school starts, but for now I'm going to stay here for the rest of the summer. He's, he's getting, he's getting mad at that. So, <laughs> I mean, mo- most, most people in my class, I know I didn't really talk to, but a few, I, I feel I, I still would. And then they make you do like breakout rooms and stuff. So I would like, you know, I guess that's, that's some way, but either, I wouldn't like pay attention to the breakout room. I wouldn't like it, even know what's going on or anytime that I am like actually paying attention to the zoom. Then I join everybody's like has their camera off. They're muted or, 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 or they're like muted and, and you like say something to them and they just. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just, just, you know, like nothing just completely turned off screen and everything. But so every time I would pay attention and then I'm like excited to do a breakout room and ask people what's going on. Cause I have no clue. Then they're, they have their camera off and muted. So. Are there other kids in your school that are actors or are you um, kind of one of the only ones that has this type of setup? I think there's only one other. And I, I, I like the kid. He's, he's cool. And um, he's, he's actually up to some stuff. I see him on Instagram. He, he posts and what he's doing. And, um, besides that, no, it's just basically me and him and he joined just not so long ago. So for a while I was the only one, the school would at like, would every now and then like play a role I did in front of the class. And, um, and I didn't, I didn't really watch the rest of Grey's Anatomy and like they, the school played it in class. And then the other scenes, teacher's like, Oh, skip, skip this. So, Cause you know, I, I didn't know what the rest of the episode was going to be like. And there was, you know, some, not so cost appropriate stuff to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, we told we told the school to watch, and then I mean, I wasn't there, you know, during filming or whatever. So I just I just knew what what I did. I don't know what the rest of the episode is going to be like, and so that was after that happened. We don't really tell the school to watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> is there any shows that you'd like to be on, like your favorite shows or family member shows that they've pushed for you to try out for? I probably. I had an audition that I got kind of close to for Stranger Things season four. Oh, that one. I love it. (laughs) That would have been great. And then I also, well, I haven't had an audition for American Horror Story, but I did do 911. And when I saw that, I saw it's Ryan Murphy, it's Brad Falchuk, and there's some other cast members that are on American Horror Story. And I was like, this is, this is great. Maybe this can like lead over to season 10 of American Horror Story that I can do. And one of my other friends who watches the show, she also does acting for the time, but she, she, she knew I, and she's like, if you don't book this, I'm, I'm going to kill you. Cause she was excited. You know, she, she watches the show American Horror Story too. And I booked it. I, I did 911, but I, I mean, I, I have met, I Oh, then also did way back then American Crime Story, where I actually did meet Ryan Murphy and I did meet Sarah Paulson. Yeah, and so now I've done American Crime Story with Ryan Murphy. I did nine one one with Ryan Murphy. So now I'm just really hoping for American Horror Story. I know that you were on American Crime Story. Did you know the story that you were a part of before you got it? Or I mean, I I think about OJ Simpson. <laughs> I think that was probably. As soon as I got that, my mom probably explained it to me, I think. I'm not sure. I, I doubt I would know it, know him way before that. But that Now had, we're old. <laughs> I had a great cast, John Travolta, Cuba Gooding Jr., Sarah Paulson. But um, I, I was I didn't really get to meet anybody else besides Sarah Paulson, which she was great, and same with Ryan Murphy. He was great. But So my, my dream would probably be American Horror Story season, whatever, but – when I was on set of nine one one, it's the same like producers and stuff of American Horror Story, and so I actually I actually saw some spoilers. Like I actually saw, you know, what the season's going to be called before it was released, and oh. other stuff. And they didn't say like on the trailers like they'll have like makeup trailer or this, but they wouldn't say it. But they have the font of American Horror Story, and I know that font anywhere where they like um, for instance the O's they shrink the O's and put a dot underneath it or whatever, and mm-hmm. I. I I saw it when it said makeup with that font. I, I knew what show that was. 
<laughs> and I took off the trailers. And but that's that's probably my 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 those are my that's my dream. You should just happen to wander over and just wind up there and be like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, then if they don't let me on, oh, I'm sorry, wrong set right over there. Is yeah, exactly. But I mean, both Ryan Murphy, you know, you just kind of carry me over real quick. Doesn't really matter. Exactly. Same thing, same difference. But yeah, that, that would be great. And, you know, the new season, I'm surprised they haven't really been sending out any audition rules for, for the kids. Like, I mean, season five was, like, full of kids. And so it's not just, like, some shows, like, don't really, you know, have a lot of child roles. This one really easily could. But I don't, I'm still excited just to watch it, even if I'm not in it. Oh. Well, that's good. That's a real fan, then. So that's... Yeah. yeah. We'll try to tag them in this podcast <laughs> and get them to listen to how much you love them. So... <laughs> Story. Watch this. That'd, that'd be funny, but yeah. Talking about fans, how do you deal with fans? Do you get recognized a lot of places? I mean, it's it's rare, but the other day, like like what are the other day? I was in Walmart. I got I got recognized, and um, that was you know that was cool. Most of the time, it's like a flight attendants. Actually, it's a lot of flight attendants that actually recognize. Once it was like a bank teller, but I don't know. It's not something that you have to deal with all that often. But once I was, I was on dancing with the stars and there was like a, like a van where they were like sticking out microphones and stuff while I was like talking to some of the other members. And the next day it just happened to see me at the farmer's market. So yeah, I don't know. You seriously have such an impressive resume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've done a, I've done a lot of stuff like 30, 35 credits or whatever. So I mean, it's great to, for what I, how old I am, what I've been able to do, you know, the Emmys and, and whatnot. I've had uh, some impressive feats. So do you see yourself sticking with acting or do you see yourself pursuing something else later in life? Um, I, I want to go to college and because, you know, acting is something that it's going to be hard to just fully rely on it because it's inconsistent and stuff. Like, you know, sometimes I get a lot of rules in, in a little bit of time and then I'll go like months without anything. So, I mean, unless I like, you know, become the next Brad Pitt or whatever, I, I'll, I'll keep it, but I, I want, I want it like another line of backup, you know, not even backup, but it could be like having the actual job and then having it as a hobby or, or whatever. But for now I'm, I'm going to try to go to school and stuff. So, yeah. Do you know what you want to study? Well, I mean, my, my dad's a doctor. Both of his brothers are a doctor. One of my cousins is a doctor. It's like a whole med, med, med medical family. They all go to medical school. And then, like, my brother's going to go to medical school, and they all give him advice. And, I mean, it'll be difficult, but I wouldn't mind that, you know, like um, neurology. Wow. I don't know. I can't. I, it's a long time from now. I can't really think about it too much, but. No, well, I don't have a neurologist anymore in general hospitals. So right. You can just <laughs> play it in real life and on TV. Exactly. <laughs> and when I was on Grey's Anatomy, they actually, um, they sent photos to my dad to ask him if it looked like legit and real. And he was Aww. like, because when I had my brain surgery and my, somehow it got out that my dad was, was a neurosurgeon and that's what they're doing. They're operating on my brain. And so, um, I sent my, they sent my pictures to, to my dad and he's like, yeah, this looks great. And they, he's like, well, just kind of move down a little bit to the left and, and that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I was, it was weird. It's like I felt pressure on the back of my head, but I don't know what it was. And I see up on the screen, it's like a fake, like live video of them like cutting into my brain. I was like, what's going on right now? It was, it was weird. That's kind of gross. <laughs> I didn't, I've never really thought about the fact that they, like you would still feel that. Like they would still be doing something to your head, obviously. Not, I mean, not, not, not really. They were just probably not, like, right. But <laughs> I know that they did not open up your head. <laughs> yeah. But even just like in the general, yeah. Hmm. It was, it was trippy though. I had like the, the thing in my mouth with the oxygen, and um, and they had the wrap over my head, so it was like in the back of it. I was, what are you doing back there? I feel pressure. What are you? But that was cool. I, I like that scene. It, it was nice. And the seizure and the crying and all that. Grey's Anatomy is fun. Yeah. So, do you ever get to hang out with 
any of the kids, any of the other cast members or anything from the show? Um, TK Weaver plays uh, Danny, who used to play Danny. I, I've, I'm really good friends with him. I haven't seen him in a while since COVID, but I used to hang out with him all the time. You know, I, he'd come to my place. We'd go to Six Flags or Knott's Ferry Farm, or I'd go to his place. He lives more in, like, Orange County, North California. And, you know, I'd drive to his house, sleep over every time, uh, you know, every now and then. Um, but as far as, like, General Hospital, he's, he's probably, like, the only person I really see that much outside of set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's really not a lot his age. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. We need to get some new youth. Yeah, yeah. New faces. They'll age up a bunch of kids pretty soon. Don't worry. <laughs> Next week, Avery will be the same age as him. Right. <laughs> Did you know that Jake died before you came back, like, before you came to the show? I mean, I knew there was some complicated, I mean, story <laughs> but I wasn't entirely sure. Yeah. What. I still are not really because, you know, different actors and stuff. It's weird, but something like that dead not dead that's basically the gist of it yeah is you came back from the dead that must yeah how do you even explain that one to an eight-year-old by right. the way in soap operas people come back from the dead all the time yeah nobody's really dead when if they don't find the body then he's he's alive whatever for sure you you were a body you saved joss's life but apparently it wasn't you <laughs> right. i guess i did yeah that was i was a real hero back then i don't know but no, it's been a, it's been an incredible journey on that show. So does your family watch it now? Cause it sounds like they watched other shows. Um, yeah. I mean, from, from time to time, like if I'm about to be on they they didn't really watch it beforehand. I mean, maybe way back then, but um, I mean, if I'm about to be on, they'll watch a couple previous episodes to kind of know what's going on. But like for that time that I wasn't on it for a while, they didn't really watch it. And um, I'm not not really about to watch a soap opera, but. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever wonder where they make your character go? Because we often wonder how much time can Aiden really be spending in the kitchen, you know, and they never explain where you are. It's just you're there one day and you're not. I know. It's it's crazy. I mean, um, Aiden, Jason, is uh, he's, he's been in Rhode Island. He was in Rhode Island like filming during Franco's funeral so that's why he wasn't there but oh, okay I mean yeah you're, you're right for the most part they don't really even explain and he's he's at school he's he's with his friends I don't know whatever it's yeah and they, they'll have everybody but me sometimes where's Jake but yeah so what do you think what do you identify because like Jake's very into art mm-hmm. and you know are you artsy are there a lot of things about Jake that are like you what's the biggest differences i mean i i from time to time i get like kind of i can i can urge to draw or something but i'm not like that good at it but i remember a long time ago when me and franco and uh, jake and franco had like this big scrolls and they'd write each year like what their favorite thing was or something i remember they gave me that actual rule and i want and i actually started to do that one like that same thing at home but I mean, I, I, I guess every now and then I'll draw, but I guess I'm like a little bit good, but not not nothing I'd be like. Well, I don't really have a sketchbook or or like walk around with like utensils or whatever. I don't know, but I'm not that artsy. None of my family is either. So you know, m- most of the time, like if if the parents are real artsy, as soon as their kids are born, they'll they'll have them do like finger painting or whatever. Then as they get older the whole family just all into art and crafts and all that stuff, but not, not really us. Okay. I mean, it's, it's fun every now and then, but not something I, I could really get into all that much. So that's probably the biggest difference of like Jake and me is probably, you know, he's really into art. I'm not, but I, don't, I, I, I remember like they had, they, you know, they'll have me like draw from time, like we'll finish like the drawing that they'll have like actual people. Like they'll, they'll have, um they have people on that set whose like job is to, do the fake paintings and stuff and they'll just have me do like the last little line to to make it look like I drew it and one one time they had like Roger who plays Franco they had him like do the like almost the whole drawing he's like yeah well well, you see the thing is Franco's a good artist but Roger isn't so I don't I don't know if I can do this that well I understand that 
but they they usually cheat it. They'll like you know they'll have they'll all right here's your sketchbook and I look through all the pages and the the really good artists whoever they have to do this and it's a whole sketchbook full of all these paintings that nobody even sees on the camera. It's like mm-hmm. all that, but yeah, yeah. It's a shame. I want to see them. Right. <laughs> They were really some really good ones. Yeah, they'll have they'll have artists like on Franco's funeral when there's like the big wall of all the paintings. That they, they um they had a lot of they had people do that and all that. So yeah. I once had to draw a fish like an actual fish, and I was like, this is so embarrassing. I was like, hey, your dad left this fish, and it was a terrible fish. You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Starting off with this, you know, the like circle and the little triangle behind. But yeah. Is there anything that you want to tell us about that you have upcoming or anything like that? I mean, what I, what I've, I've got, I did a few trips this summer. I don't have anything up planned, but I've, I've been, I had a great summer so far. I was in Ohio. I went to go visit there. I went to Dallas to, to visit one of my friends. I actually, I recently went to Cape May like a few weeks ago. I was at the beach for a while. That was, that was fun. But I mean, I don't know. I'll have some self tapes, and if one, if I get one of them, I guess so. But for now, I'm just I don't I have anything planned. Hopefully, some more general hospital dates would be nice. We agree. Yeah, you have to resolve this thing with Cam before he goes to college. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty well, pretty well resolved, I would say. But I don't know. Like every now and every time that you think they're gonna finally resolve it, and they leave it at a bad note, still. Mm-hmm. But I feel it's left at a bad note. I guess they would have called me back right now. So I, I, I guess they consider it resolved or else they'd have me back on. That's you know. true. Yeah. Or we could have not seen it yet too. I mean, yeah, I, that's last scene I did. I filmed back in like April or May and that's all. It's not going to air till July, July, like, you know, around the fourth. So okay. yeah, that's the last time that we saw you. Yeah. Yeah. So if, even if I did have some things filmed, you wouldn't see it for at least three weeks. Okay. Well, thank you so much for talking with us and sharing all of your experience so far. Yeah. Fun. Thank you for having me on here. Our pleasure. Yes. And we've actually been talking with your publicist for probably a little over a year and we just kept wind up like missing each other. And I'm like, I am so glad that this wound up not working out until, you know, you just had scenes. So that was perfect. Yeah, that, that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much and have a great day too. too. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. That kid's amazing. I still want to know how at four, I know he said he didn't convince his parents to do it, but there had to be something that you said that makes your parents think, I'm going to take a chance on this. Because I have to be honest, if my kid said to me, let's move to California, even if they had done some modeling jobs locally, I would not be on board with that. Right. He's obviously very talented, though. I mean, even his earlier work that you go back and watch, you know. Right. Or his audition for GH to say that he prepared for two hours in the car. Right. Who does that? They had to have seen something. Right. No, he's amazing. It was such a nice talk. And it was different because we've done the little kids and we've done the adult actors. But that middle age bracket, I was a little nervous about doing. And he just kept on going. He was so open and told us all kinds of stuff. It was nice. Yeah. Gave us a little inside scoop on a few things where Aiden's been right where he's been ish Mm -hmm. it's nice to see that they don't know where they're they are either (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness but I do I just love talking to I love talking to cast members Mm -hmm. or past cast members anything GH related yeah pretty much (laughs) I was gonna say I don't think that you uh have a limited scope there no I really don't if they throw in a little stranger thing, shaving happier. I <laughs> was it that obvious that I was like so excited? I was like, yes. And then he's like, but I didn't. I'm like, no. Tell them to look at that tape again because you should be seriously. On it. Yes. And please, American Horror Story, please cast him. Oh my gosh, I will be so excited for him. I don't watch the show because about. it scares me too much. Apparently, it does not scare him too much. Really, you're scared of that show? I've never really watched it, but um, I don't like the, I don't like the, um, advertisements for it. I think it. that you should try it. It's not that scary. There's certain seasons that are better than others, but I can't do scary. I hate scary movies. I do not like being scared. This is And you more, can do that. Is it more Stranger Things-ish? Like suspense Yeah. Okay. 
I don't like the poster. I keep saying posters. Like that's what I keep seeing in my, like their ad, like the social media graphic and everything that they do for it. No, I think those freak me out. They remind me of Saw. And so I don't want anything to do with that. Sorry. No, I think they purposely make them as creepy as they can, but the shows themselves. Yeah. It's not scary. I would not use the word scary. At least any of the seasons that I've watched. I'll go back through and tell you which ones I've watched. Okay. There you go. See, if he, if he can handle it, you can handle it. That does not mean anything. Uh, I think Stranger Things is way creepier. Okay. So. But it's fantasy. It doesn't matter. It's creepy. Okay. I don't like creepy things coming out of my walls, chasing me, whatever. Mm -mm. It's just a demigorgon. Yeah, that's, that's scary. That'll be in my nightmares. So no. Okay. Mm -mm. But you can, okay. I will give that a try. Try it. Check it out. Whatever. Well, that'll be another fun show that you can be excited when people say they're going to be on it. Exactly. Awesome. But we hope that you enjoyed learning a little bit more about Mr. Hudson West. And I still can't believe that he was gone. Like he wasn't on the show. Right. But I really do think, I think it's because we lost all that time because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And we were so used to people not being there that. Right. It didn't quote occur to us. We keep talking about Emma. They could age emma down a smidge and age him up a smidge and then they would be the right age they could hang out they could hang out so we could bring back emma and a couple new faces and they really could carry on the teen drama okay let's just figure that one out (laughs) all right so join us on monday as we recap this week's shows Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you with a beer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there's something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-N. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldajanero.com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.